Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911, two man car. My name is Jess Romero. We got Paul Clay here. Paul, are you, re are you reporting for duty? I am, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm ready here, Jess. Hey, today's the feast of St. Peter, Peter Damon. He was a doctor of the church. He lived back in the 11th century when there was a lot of sexual uh, scandal amongst the clergy a thousand years ago. And Peter Damien, a doctor of the church, uh, he was one of the great luminaries to clean up Holy Mother Church back then. He called he called a spade a spade, and we need more St. Peter Damien's today. St. Peter Damien, pray for us. Amen. Also want to pray for Bishop O'Connell, who was murdered over the weekend. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Eternal rest grant unto Bishop O'Connell, O Lord, and let your perpetual light shine upon him. May the soul of Bishop O'Connell, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, amen. Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Paul, it looks like Merrick Garland has waved the white flag of surrender uh, as a result of targeting not only conservatives, but he's actually targeted Catholics, his Department of Justice. And he crossed the major red line with one disturbing decision. But thanks be to God that now he's kind of waving the white flag of surrender when he made this shocking move. The Attorney General Mark Gar Merrick Garland is the top political hatchet man for President Joe Biden. And the FBI is being used to drop the hammer on Americans opposed to the Biden regime. A leaked internal memo from the FBI's field office revealed that the agency was preparing to treat Catholics as <laughs> potential terrorists. Former FBI agent and whistleblower, thanks be to God to whistleblowers, Kyle Seraphim exposed the intelligence memo, which claimed that the traditional Catholics who participate in Latin masses are connected to white supremacy and pose the risk of violence. There, that's about the furthest thing from the truth because uh, I'm a Latin mass attendee, and uh, last time I looked, I don't have white skin, neither does Anita. But, and, yeah, and neither does Paul Clay and his wife, by the way. Paul's a black American, his wife's Hispanic, and uh, they both are Latin mass devotees as well. So it says here, it appeared that the memo based this bogus assessment off of propaganda from the radical left wing Southern Poverty Law Center. These, those, guys are, those guys are troublemakers, Paul. Liberal SP, think tank. Yes, the SPCL is a discredited left-wing nonprofit that pretends to be nonpartisan in order to smear conservatives, painting the target for political harassment. The memo falsely claimed that the traditional Catholics are anti-Semitic, anti-immigrant, anti-LGBTQ, and white supremacist ideology. Well, all you've got to do is read the Latin Mass, and I'm trying to find where the, where the white supremacist theology is right there. Hey, Paul, you want to pick I'm it up? Well, no, I'm just wondering, Jess, is uh, is uh, uh, is there a descendant of like Margaret Sanger in charge of this uh, <laughs> this group here? You know, because it sounds sounds to me like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't very know. Mar very Margaret Sangerish. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh, unwanted, you know, that that don't have a right to exist, and so we have to turn the Justice Department against them that's what it sounds like to me but yeah, it just goes in so uh okay where are we at jess uh the 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 memo falsely claimed you know so the fbi used the bogus information yeah from the splc to claim that they had high confidence in the alleged threat posed by catholicism pick it up there yes 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 
This is a blatant attempt to target a conservative religious community that is opposed to the Biden regime's extreme abortion on demand agenda. Bingo. It, everything goes back to abortion, doesn't it, Jess? Yes. Uh, to the history of human life. Yeah. yeah. Yes. This religious bigotry from the FBI sparked outrage after the intelligence memo was brought to light. Feeling the heat, the FBI backed off the memo, claiming it didn't meet the agency standards. Duh. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. You know, yeah. Upon learning of the document, FBI headquarters quickly began taking action to remove the FBI from FBI systems, uh, uh, to remove uh, the document from FBI systems and conduct a review of the basis for the document. The FBI claimed the FBI is committed to sound analytic tradecraft and to investigating and preventing acts of violence and other crimes while upholding the constitutional rights of all Americans and will never conduct investigative activities right. yeah. or open an investigation based <laughs> solely on First Amendment protected activity. Just like the FBI, um, you know, wasn't involved in the whole uh, Trump-Russia uh, myth, Jess. Colluding, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were in it neck deep, you know, but... They would never. I mean, I mean, I, I don't get these people. Don't they realize that uh, we already know about them? They've already been exposed. Yes. Um, yeah. And Paula, and I'll tell you, uh, look what they did to Mark Houck, father of uh, eight children. They treated yes. him like he was they treated him like he was some type of, uh, you know, Mexican cartel terrorist. The way they yeah. went to his house with, uh, you know, 30 guys armed with ARs and uh, he. To, you know, arrested a homeschooling father in his underwear in front of all his kids and they're screaming and yeah. crying. Yeah, the, yeah, this is the man's the never course. even got, he's never even got a traffic ticket. Mark yeah, Howe. And they, they yes, treated this, him like he was some like, you know, some high high profile killer. Yeah, just like when they went to Mar-a-Lago, right? And they showed up there with, you know, yeah. with all kinds of weaponry and everything else for a former president of the United States. Give me a break. As, you know, they acted like they were going to arrest uh, Osama bin Laden. Uh you know, listen, and, and and we've seen this before, Jess. Uh, look what the FBI uh, did uh, uh, with the memo regarding parents at school board meetings, right? They wanted to label them as terrorists. They wanted to put them in the special category, you know? And, you know, and, and of course, they soft-pedaled and backed away from that and said, well, no, that was only for the ones that are making threats. Bunch of nonsense. When is the FBI involved in school board meetings? Um Again, uh, it's once again weaponizing the FBI to use it as a uh, as a weapon, really, against all of the political enemies of the current regime. That's right. Uh, and I'll tell you, Paul, it says here that this last paragraph is, is the meat of it. It says the FBI only backpedaled after the bone chilling memo was exposed and public backlash ensued. The targeting of traditional Catholics comes on the heels of the Biden Justice Department targeting other pro-life Catholics in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. Yes, House Republicans, but th that's what changed everything. Roe versus yes. Wade is 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 when when the when the the left the the woke left they said, you know what, all hands on deck, we yep. are going to go after. Anybody who's conservative, a patriot, or a person of faith, we're going to go after them with all our might. That's why they had to. Yeah. They had to yes. take the White House. They had to yes. steal the election. Yeah. That's why. Jess, Jess, it wasn't that long ago that they weaponized the IRS. Remember that? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They weaponized the IRS against conservatives. This is like I said, this is par for the course when it comes to the Democrat left wing party. And just I just want to add one thing here. A favorite tactic of the left when they identify a group that they want to destroy is to call them racist. That's why they linked conservative Catholics, Latin mass attending Catholics with white supremacy as the two have nothing in common with the exception that when the left doesn't like you, they immediately respond, knee-jerk mm. reaction. They are trained to do this. They respond by calling you a racist. Um, mm. And whether you like it or not, the government right now currently in power is a left-wing party that will use this tactic on a regular basis. That's 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 a that's a, a Saul Alinsky tactic. It's called demonizing your your enemies. You demonize yep. them by calumny, by detraction. Uh, yep. And again, Paul, this is just another black eye for the FBI. They've been exposed as the political enforcers for the for the uh, Biden regime. And uh, yes. and I'm and I'm going to tell you, the average American that's keeping track about on all this, they've gone down several notches in the eyes of most people. Yes. In other words, they, we don't they, we don't trust them. In other words, that's what I'm saying. We don't trust yeah. them. Oh, oh, absolutely not. And thank God that we have whistleblowers in there that are willing to expose uh, this. You know, you know, just it's no surprise that they're going to back away. Why? Because darkness fears the light for fear yes. that it will be exposed. And when you put the light on their evil deeds, that's indefensible. There's no way they knew they had no evidence whatsoever to link uh, 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 uh white supremacy, lightning bolt, uh, sporting uh, racists with the Latin, with Latin mass Catholics. Uh, nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, it's, it's almost laughable. But Jess, since we're on that note, let's 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 uh, look at that article about uh, using racism as yeah. a weapon. Yeah, go ahead, sure. Jess, take us go ahead. No, that. no, go. Yeah. OK, there's no single accusation that will stop all conversation more quickly than to call someone racist. The very founding and fabric of this country demands that, that we all not be racist. And more than any country in the history of the earth, we've been successful in stamping out racism in this country. There are still pockets of those who believe some racists are inherently superior to others. But all those people seem to, to have moved from the right, where people once believed that Caucasians were inherently superior to all of the races, now to now all appear to be on the left and believe that all of the races are inherently superior to Caucasians. Call it a faucet or a spigot. It still means the same thing. And so do those who preach racism. There is no lower type of animal than one of, uh, than one of the so-called people who uses racism as a weapon against political opponents. The Reverend Al Sharpton, who you know, Paul, you've met him, comes to mm -hmm. mind. And so does almost every po politician on the liberal side of the pond these days. Rather than discuss problems in a manner that might actually result in a solution, any discussion of an alternative demanded by these race baiters results in immediately being accused of being a racist. <laughs> wow, what a great article. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to Jesus 911, Jess Romero, Paul Clay, uh, talking about all things Catholic. Hey, well, we'll finish that article, but I also want to give props to Cardinal Dolan, who slams the FBI for this anti-Catholic religious profile. Yes. Good on you, Cardinal Dolan. God bless you. But we'll finish this article on racism. We've got some good stuff here. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, 
Dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol Jesus 911. The left uses it as a political weapon. They will just call you a racist to shut down the conversation. This article says, an example many are familiar with might be what happened to those who had criticism of President Obama for any reason in any area and who were immediately countered by accusations of racism at the top of their lungs of the president's supporters, by the president's supporters. However, calling President Trump a racist is considered a standard fare in most of the media, but any evidence presented to the contrary makes the responder a racist as well. And anyone who dares to, re- to believe the responder's irrelevant facts when their own hurt feelings are in question. I am able to conjure up nothing more than a little pity and sadness for those who peddle such garbage, but then I have a life and that I'm happy with, and I'm happy in the life I have lived. People who have lived good lives and enjoy them, like myself and Paul, we spend our time enjoying our lives. Such people have little time or patience for those who must find fault with everything around them. People who are tiresome and, and pretty useless in all avenues of their lives. But the only thing that, that they think makes them shine, the left, is trying to destroy someone who has accomplished or made something. Those who scream racism are nothing more than the vultures who circle over the battlefield, waiting for someone to fall so that they can devour his corpse as he slowly dies. They make nothing, contribute nothing, and are leeches on the body politic. Now, maybe I'll tell you what I really think about them, but you'd better be prepared to have your sensibilities offended and don't you dare throw up and don't you dare throw up on my shoes. This is from Don, <laughs> Dr. Jonathan Job of Crescent Valley. He's a retired educator and a veteran of the U.S. Air Force. God bless you. Yes. Uh, yes. But talk about yes. common sense. Yeah. And hey, yeah, hey, great hey, article. I, and Jess, I notice I, I hear the retired educator because, <laughs> you know, the educators these days tend to, uh, uh, you know, they would be ready to lynch him uh, for saying yeah. that. But, you know, Absolutely. but he's speaking. Yeah. But he's speaking truth to power and um, he understands exactly what's going on. And this is I mean, we this isn't anything new, Jess. We know this. We know uh, the tactics of the left. But uh, I think it's even a little bit more diabolical than uh, Dr. Uh, Jonathan Job uh, realizes. Uh, they are literally, these activists are literally using this tactic in order to try to undermine our way of life, our government. They want to build back better, but first they have to tear down. They have to tear down what the Catholic Church has built up because the Catholic Church has built up Western civilization. It wasn't Protestant. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Orthodox. It's the Roman Catholic Christian Church that built up Western civilization. How? Amen. Catholic Church, the genius of the church by the power of the Holy Spirit, took the great minds from Athens. That's philosophy. That's Those are the orators. The Catholic Church yep. took the great minds from Jerusalem. Those are the prophets. Those are the wise men. The Catholic Church took the, 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 the great structure from Rome. Law, structure, uniformity. The Catholic Church melded Athens, Jerusalem, and Rome and gave us what, through those three avenues, gave us what's called Western civilization. And now the left is trying to destroy what the Catholic Church has given us the last 2,000 years, taking by the power of the Holy Spirit, the greatness of Athens, the greatness of the Jerusalem, and the the good things of, of Rome as well. 
Yeah. And, you know, there, you know, there are those that would sit there and say, oh, you know, it sounds like Frankenstein, a little of this and a little of that. We have to remember what we always say, Jess, all truth is God's truth. If it's yes. true, it's true. Uh, and guess what? Uh, even a broken clock, you know, has the right time twice a day, you know. And so if we can extract what is good and what is right out of any culture, that's a good thing. And that's what the Catholic Church has done, by the way, uh, for, for yeah. 2000 years. Uh Let's talk about Cardinal Dolan slams the FBI for anti-Catholic religious profiling. Good on him. Yes, yes. He serves as the U.S. Bishop's Chairman for Religious Liberty. He criticized the FBI this week over a leaked internal memo that targeted Catholics. So Cardinal Dolan condemned racism and promotion of violence by anyone, Catholic or otherwise, who rejects what he says, Catholic teaching on the inherent dignity of each and every person. The USCCB roundly condemns such extremism and fully supports and fully supports the work of law enforcement officials to keep our community safe, Dolan said. However, Dolan wrote, I agree with my brother, Bishop Barry Nestow of Richmond, Virginia, that the leaked memorandum was nonetheless troubling and offensive in several respects, such as in its religious profiling and reliance on dubious sourcing. And I am glad that the FBI has rescinded it. That's, it's been rescinded. Dolan concluded by exhorting federal law enforcement to take appropriate measures to ensure the problematic aspects of the memo do not recur in any other agency's work going forward. Dolan, Cardinal Dolan comments on behalf of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops that he says it lends considerable weight to a growing outcry against the Biden administration's federal law enforcement agencies for targeting Catholics which grew in intensity following the leak earlier this month of an FBI memo identifying, quote, radical traditionalist Catholics as extremists. Mm. The, the memo implies that the FBI under the Biden administration has infiltrated Catholic groups and is already spying on their activities. How do they justify this? They cite the Southern uh, Poverty Law Center as their primary source, this discredited group, by the way, in claiming that radical Catholics could be, soon become violent, and thus the FBI should begin a surveillance program on Catholic organizations. Paul, here's what's funny to me. Imagine, mm -hmm. let's just say that there's FBI agents right now that are going to Latin masses around the country, okay? Whether it's yeah. a, dio a diocesan Latin mass, FSSP, Institute of Christ the King, uh, SSPX. If the FBI are going to Latin masses around the country, guess what? They stand a chance to becoming converted and fall in love with Jesus Christ because what they're going to hear there. They're not going to hear anything political. They're not going to hear any espionage, you know, tactics and how to overthrow the country. All they're going to hear is salvation history, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice yeah. of Christ on Calvary made present. Yeah. These FBI agents come on into our churches. Guess what? You may be converted. And if it's a lower mass, they better bring knee pads because they're going to be on their <laughs> knees all day. <laughs> you know? They'll be on their knees for 60 minutes pretty much. Yeah. Doing yeah, penance exactly. for their sins. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the joke, Jess. I mean, it's not. Come on in, uh, FBI. Come on uh, in. You wonder who even, you know, trained their sights on the Latin Mass Catholics. They obviously don't understand what the Latin Mass is all about because there is there is a silence inside there. There is worship <laughs> going on in there. You know, we're not we're not hearing Al Sharpton up there at the top, you know, talking about the, the local politics of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah the Latin Mass. You're going to enter into deep interior contemplation, yes. and I mean, I mean deep. And Paul, but 
I'll tell you, there is an anti-Catholic uh, sentiment around the country right now. Uh, yeah. For if, you know, for example, I'm just thinking about the Catholic churches have been vandalized. And some have been firebombed, Molotov cocktails, as a result of the Roe versus Wade being overturned. Guess what? Nobody's been arrested, Paul. The yes, FBI hasn't arrested. Yes. And I think something like, I, last I counted, like 85 Catholic churches in the U.S. Yeah. Firebomb, Molotov cocktail, vandalized, tabernacles destroyed. Guess what? Nobody's been arrested. What about all the Catholic statues that have been torn down from Catholic churches since Roe versus Wade? No yeah. arrests made, Paul. What about all yeah. the Catholic crisis pregnancy centers being vandalized and burned down? Guess what? Yeah. No, no arrests yeah. yet, Paul. Yeah. No arrests. Let me. Okay, just let me stop you right there and tell you we already know the reason for that, and that is because you know Satan is the god little g of this world, and guess what? As the world continues uh, moving away from God. Well, guess what? For every action, there's a reaction. And so these people, whether they know it or not, they are basically the minions of the devil. And they are going to continue to do these things. They are going to continually attack the mystical body of Christ and all his followers. Why? Because they hate God. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I'll tell you, if you want to look at the anti-Catholic uh, sentiment right now in the country, look what they did to Mark, uh, Mark Houck, a man, uh, 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 just, you know, yeah. a fellow Catholic who goes and prays in front of abortion clinics for the last 10 or 15 years, uh, t t trying to divert women and, and, and introduce them to the person of Christ and had them save their baby for Pete's sake. And guess what? Look at the, the, look at the way the FBI treated him. What about yeah. Catholic Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh? This guy's yeah. had Antifa and Black Lives Matter marching in front of his house. I don't know what's still going on. They've been protesting in front of his house, threatening to kill him. Some young anarchists came from California, flew over to, to where the state where he lives in uh, with the intent of killing him. He got arrested. And now we have the murder of a Catholic bishop. This, yeah. this anti-Catholic sentiment has to stop. And it starts from Biden, Paul. It starts with him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? Really, some laws need to change just because these people are being allowed under the guise of the law to harass, to literally harass. You remember it wasn't too long ago during the, you know, if you were conservative and you went out with your family and you're just trying to uh, eat a meal in a restaurant, Jess, they would come in and try to drive you out of the restaurant yes. uh, again. This is, you know, it, this is just the beginning. You know, um, the more and more if you stand for Christ. You are a rock of offense to this world, and they will continually try to attack you. Why? Because you are like salt. Jesus said you are the salt of the earth. It's like rubbing salt into a wound. And Jess, and they are so wounded that the minute you apply that salt, it burns them. And you know what? Praise God, because hopefully, you know, uh, that burning sensation will make them realize that they the only thing that can soothe them is God is the healing power of Jesus Christ. Yes, the balm of Gilead, the Lord Jesus Christ, and nothing Amen. else. I like Amen. what uh, I like what Brian Birch from Catholic Vote says here in the, at the end of the article. He says, he says, this isn't about rad trads. Brian Birch stated, it's not just about traditional Catholics who love the ancient liturgy, and it's certainly not about violence or anything else the FBI should be working on. This memo is about silencing Catholics like you and me. Because we are part of the peaceful resistance pushing back against Joe Biden's abortion extremism, attacks on mm -hmm. parents 
and radical trans and LGBT agenda. Close quote. He's spot on, Paul. Yeah, and Jess, I, I want to point something out. If you notice, you know, they're attacking, um, you know, Latin mass Catholics. Well, yeah. guess what? That's because I'm just going to say it. We know that people attending the Novus Ordo mass is unfortunate, but many of them, you know, have abandoned Voted for the faith. Biden. Voted for Biden. Yeah, they're left. Yeah, they're leftist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the priests that have spoken out, you know, making comments like, you can't be Democrat and be Catholic. What does that get mean? Canceled. Simply, yeah, they yeah, get yeah, canceled. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they get canceled. Well, why is that? Because the Democratic Party has intrinsically evil things on their platform, like euthanasia, like like abortion, like like uh, 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 gay marriage. Those things are anti-Catholic. They are not consistent with our faith. And we have to stand for truth, period. We're not trying to offend anybody. We're just speaking the truth. But guess, like Paul says, if the truth offends you, then I guess you need to be offended. Hey, Amen. we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some countries are becoming narco states. That's a real problem. It affects all of us. Jesus 911, stick around. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two-man car. My name is Jess Romero, Paul Clay. Talking about first world countries are becoming narco states. Mm. Remember, 1 John 5, 19, the Bible says that the devil is the ruler of this world. Mm -hmm. So think about this. Let's just... If these first world countries, Mexico, Colombia, Italy, a lot of African countries, a lot of, you know, Western Europe, Netherlands, Belgium, France, Germany, Spain, the UK, these countries are seeing tens of thousands of drug related murders. And we're seeing the, the worst drug violence in these countries in their histories. And it's a disaster that's only worsening, but it's been a long time coming. We, we could call these countries narco states. These are first world countries that they're making their way into the top of the list. And again, I just mentioned some of them to you. Mexico, Colombia, Italy, a lot of African countries, uh, you know, uh, Western Europe countries, Netherlands, Belgium, France, Germany, Spain, and the UK. Mm. This, this, is, this is a potent sign that there's not only a drug problem, but there's a gang problem. It's a drug mm-hmm. gang crisis. And this mm. is what we have. Go- it's going on all over the world. But why doesn't this surprise me? I'll tell you why. Let's, <laughs> let's, get, let's go to do some spiritual warfare here. Yes. What is the best way for a person to get to heaven? First of all, the per- to get to heaven, it all starts with the intellect right here. Right here. Okay? Mm-hmm. The intellect has to embrace God, embrace a life of faith. This is why Paul says in Romans 12, 2, Do not conform yourselves to this age, this zeitgeist, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Renewal of your mind. Why? It says that you may discern what is the will of God, what is Mm. good and pleasing and perfect. Well, guess what? The devil knows that if your mind's renewed by a life of faith and obedience to the gospel, you're going to discern the will of God and you're going to pursue a life of virtue. 
and a life and a life that's good and pleasing and perfect to God. So the devil knows that the battles. Here's the chessboard right here, guys. Right here, the chessboard is the mind, and the devil knows that if he can attack your mind, if he can darken your mind, darken your intellect, make you s stupid by re repetitive sin, what's the best way to do it? Have a person inebriate himself, lose his mind, live a life of intoxication, because at this point now, you know, uh, when, when you intoxicate the mind, it's impossible to yes. renew your mind. It's impossible. Yes. Paul says, he says in 1 Corinthians 2, 16, for who has known the mind of the Lord so as to counsel him, but we have the mind of Christ. Stop right there. It is impossible to renew your mind, to do the will of God. It is impossible to have the mind of Christ. It is impossible to, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, take every thought captive in obedience to Christ. It's impossible to take every thought captive to Jesus Christ if you're a drug addict. This is yes. the devil's weapon to destroy faith. The seed oh, yeah. of faith that you've been given by mom and dad, by your sacramental right. graces at baptism, the seeds yeah. of faith are stolen when you become yes. a drug addict. Yeah, Jess, listen, <laughs> you, you, you touched on a lot of things, and I just want to comment on a couple of them. <clears throat> Number one, you mentioned that where there's drugs, there's gangs. And I want to make another connection because you know, Jess, that the physical world is, a, you know, reflects spiritual realities. And so... When we're talking about where there's drugs, there's gangs. I'll tell you where there's gangs, there's a father problem, you know? Mm. Uh, yeah. So so the connection with the family, yeah. the connection that, you know, uh, this world is anti, uh, you know, it's a culture of death and it's anti-family. Well, the knee bone's connected to the shin bone and the shin bone's connected to the ankle bone. So this dismantling, uh, this demonic dismantling of, of society is essentially uh, for every action, there's a reaction. And this, the, you know, these first world countries, guess what? Man is not, uh, you know, uh, you know, left to himself. There is none righteous. No, not one. The wicked mm. cannot, the wicked cannot produce the goodness of God. It takes, it takes the grace of God, God pouring his life into the soul and transforming us, uh, get, making us capable of, uh, of merit, making us capable of being pleasing to God. It's uniting humanity to Christ is the only thing that gives us value. And I see this thing as, like I said, it's just uh, what do you expect? This is the natural course of things. As the world rejects God, it will get sink deeper and deeper and deeper into chaos. Why? Because that's because God is a God of order. And therefore, you reject God and his goodness and his order. We're going to be left to every agenda that you see right now being pushed on the world. And they might as well self-medicate because uh, they're miserable. You, you, you just nailed it, Paul. I've noticed that the whole world of using drugs, all it is is self-medication because they're searching for meaning in their life and they're racked with pain and confusion. Yes. And I'll yes. tell you, I'll give you the short answer why drugs are wrong. Okay. Marijuana, every single drug. Be, why is it wrong? In a nutshell is because it alters your mind. And remember, we're called mm -hmm. to have the mind of Christ. 
It alters your judgment. In other words, you do stupid things under the influence, and it alters your ability to think clearly and soberly. And the Bible calls us six times in the New Testament, six times to live a life of sobriety. Why? Simple. The goal is heaven. And here's the goal. Here's the stages to heaven, okay? To salvation. Number one, got to live sober. Once you live sober, now you can pursue virtue, which is holy mm. habits. Now that you mm. pursue a life of virtue, now you pursue holiness. Yes. And guess what yes. holiness does? Holiness leads you to God. So here it is. Amen, brother. Number one, first brick, sobriety. Second brick, now you can pursue intellectual formation and virtue. Third brick, the intellectual formation of the gospel and, 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 uh, and, and, and a life of virtue, holy habits. Now that moves you into holiness. Yes. For, for without, yes. no one will see the Lord. Hebrews chapter yes. 12. Without holiness, no one. And then holiness leads you to heaven. And so the yeah. devil knows if he could take out the first brick, sobriety, you'll never reach virtue. You'll never reach intellectual formation of the gospel. You'll never reach holiness. You'll never reach heaven. Take them out. That's at right. the first, take, out, take out first base, sobriety, and you got an entire generation of people. Yes, like you said earlier, Jess, for them, it's all hands on deck. And this is a full on assault on on Christianity, on the Catholic faith. Um, yeah. yeah, this is yeah. this is um, this is important. Everybody knows, Jess, uh, uh, every family has struggled with somebody, uh, uh, you know, Absolutely. Uh, say most. I can't say everyone who has been involved with drugs. We know the mind of a drug addict. And Jess, you know. And the New Testament word for witchcraft is what, Jess? Uh, yeah, sorcery. If pharma- yes. with the Greek, the Greek word is pharmakeia. Yeah, exactly. Pharmakeia yeah. is where we get the word pharmacy. Pharma- yeah. And so, yes. So, 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 yeah. so when, so, so when Paul asked the Galatians, "Who has bewitched you?" and essentially, you know, who's we, drugged we you? Know. Who has drugged you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's drugged you? Who's put you under this uh, altered state of reality? Because because we know that drugs will cause a, a, a person to literally assault, kill, steal from their own family members. This is diabolical. And we have to remember, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, Jess. That's right. Um, Paul says something very key here. This is important. Some people will tell me, Jess, there's no specific Bible verse that condemns the use of drugs in the New Testament. or the, And I tell them, you're wrong. They go, where? Show me one Bible verse. They'll say, okay, I got you. The Bible does condemn intoxication, drinking, drunkenness. I get you. But where does the Bible condemn use the usage of drugs to recreate and alter the mind? Where's that at? Simple. I'll, I'll show you four right now. I'll just quote one. Galatians 5.19. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Immorality, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery. Mm. Goes on to... That word sorcery, let me let me key in on that word because it's also mentioned in Revelation 9.21, Revelation 18.23, Revelation 22.14. Same word, sorcery. So what is that word? It is the Greek word pharmakeia. Pharmakeia, when you look at a Greek New Testament dictionary, it's condemned as a work of the flesh. Those who practice will not go to heaven. Why? The word pharmakeia signifies in the New Testament the use of medicine, drugs, and spells to alter the state. In other yes. words, at the time of Christ and in the Old Testament, sorcery, the sorcerers and sorceresses, they use drugs on the, on the people. 
And, and this was also accompanied by incantations and appeals to demons, but they would put the people under the influence of drugs to do the incantations and the, uh, and the curses over the people. So in other words, the New Testament, you can see that there's a direct connection in sacred scripture by the study of the word sorcery. It was directly connected with the use of drugs, potions, and medicines to alter the mind of the user in order mm. to engage in occult demonic practices. Yes, yes, Jess, and I'll go further and I'll say that, listen, obviously our will, uh, we ha- God gave us a will, whosoever will, let him come. And when you use drugs... Your will is weakened. Mm. Your ability to choose good is 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 lessened. And as you and as your will is weakened, then that is the door that opens up and allows the demonic to control and take over your very will, influence your will. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, again, so you can see this very clear connection in the Bible. Yeah. With the, with the word study of the word pharmakeia, this is a reference to drugs. And in the Old and New Testament, drugs were used and mixed with pagan the pagan practices yeah. of uh, the pagan religions yeah. to put people in an altered state to conjure up and appeal to demonic powers. Yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah. again, once again, uh, we lay it out. We expose the plan of the enemy. And Jess, uh, I guess on the other side of the break, you're going to wrap it up and tell us what we can do as Catholics to uh, help combat some of these things. Some action items. We'll be right back. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Now. Back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. We're talking about a lot of uh, first world countries, industrial countries, are becoming narco states. That's a real problem. This is The devil's behind this, Paul, big time. And I'll tell you yep. why. The great Archbishop Fulton Sheen, uh, spoke, spoke, spoken like a, like a prophet back in the 70s. Uh, he, back in December 9th, 1970, he gave this lecture. It was called A Voice from Calvary. Look at what he said, Paul. I, I got this word for word from Fulton Sheen's lecture back in the 70s. He said, quote, okay. The three gods that are worshipped by our modern culture are Bacchus, Venus, and Mammon. By the way, who we who, who reject, rebuke, and renounce in Jesus' name. Fulton Sheen says, first of all, Bacchus, the god of wine, marijuana, heroin, the god of drugs. All those things which wreck and destroy in some way, all that makes man in the image and likeness of God. The second god we worship is Venus, the god of eroticism, lust, excesses of gluttony, and so forth. The third god that we worship is, is Mammon, the most subtle of all because... There is a kind of infinity about it. One can, never, one can never have enough. There is a kind of economic immortality. See what I have? My barns are filled. Each of these fake gods create a thirst. Not one of these gods ever satisfies. Close quote. Fulton Sheen. Paul, he spoke this to America, to an American audience. Yep. And yep. he warned us about, we are steep, Paul. We are steeped in the worship of false gods in America. 
No doubt about it, Jess. Um, this is why for us, it's all hands on deck. We often talk about it. We used to say, you know, we're watchmen on the wall, but the enemy has breached the gates and it's all about hand-to-hand -hand combat. And yeah. we are more than conquerors though. Don't be afraid. We are more than conquerors. Why? Yeah. Because uh, we have Christ. We have the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ that we can, uh, that can sustain us. Um, yeah. Uh, we were made, Jess, as like, I think in, in the book of Esther, you know, uh, it says that Esther was made queen for a time such as this. And all of us, Jess, all of us Catholics, God in his providence allowed us to be born here and now in order to, for a time such as this, in order to show the world uh, the excellencies of Christ. A couple other things I want to mention on the article, then we'll talk about some uh, action items. Uh, it says here, only a few decades later, with the negative effects of widespread drug use becoming self-evident, many countries are regretting that decision. A significant reason for this, apart from the, gr from the growing consensus about the serious health effects of illicit drugs, is that drugs and crime are inseparable. Paul, didn't we see that in a, in a, in a career in law enforcement? Drugs and crime are inseparable. Absolutely. It says crimes, ha crimes, criminals have always been among the largest consumer of drugs. And where drugs are freely available, crime almost inevitably follows. Moreover, drug legalization expands, not, eliminates, not eliminates the black market. When drugs are legalized, consumption necessarily increases. Drug gangs almost always provide drugs cheaper than their legal and tax competition. In Europe and the U.S., the legalization of marijuana has led to greater profits for drug gangs than ever before. And the, yep. and the final and the final sentence says this, or the final paragraph, or the second of the final. It says, in the third decade of the 21st century, the crucial enablers of drug gangs are the far left proponents of woke ideology. These radical progressives see drug dealers and criminals as an oppressed class at work, with the oppressive mm. structure of the West, notably mm. the police, the rule of mm -hmm. law, and mm -hmm. racist anti-drug policies. Mm -hmm. Woke progressives and drug dealers are allies in the war to overthrow capitalism, the free market, and what remains of traditional Christian morality and Western European civilization. Yes. At the end of the day, both are anarchists who seek to eliminate the state and replace it with a tribal society with neither gods nor masters. Ooh, and not only that, Jess, I would say once you overthrow capitalism, so to speak, in this world, what you're going to have is you're going to, the world is going to be thrust into slavery. The opposite, if the sun shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Then the opposite is true. The God of this world, little G, Satan, once communism is unleashed on this world, you can call it democratic socialism, you can do whatever you want, but it's all about control, it's all about manipulation, and it's all about a hatred for God. And, and you know what? But when people indulge in, in drugs and, uh, you know, and alter their mind, their ability to reason, and think rational goes out the window. And this is what we see going on right now in society. Total chaos, total dysfunction. Paul, there, there's five points that I would make just to kind of wrap up the show to people mm -hmm. as an action item. And this is how you keep mm -hmm. your faith and your sanity in this present darkness that we find ourselves in. 
The first one I would say is focus on your personal walk with the Lord and your prayer life, Amen. your interior life, your sacramental life. They've got to be strong right now, Catholics, stronger than ever, because if not, you're useless to the mystical body of Christ. That's the first, that's the first Amen. thing I would say. Amen. The second thing I would say is focus on your domestic church. What does that mean? Your spouse, your children, your grandchildren. Continue to inform them, counsel them, evangelize them, catechize them, encourage them, and pray for them. Remember, we must be about the business of saving our families beyond anything else. Yes. That's got to yes. be the first order of business for every father, every grandfather, every husband, every patriarch. Amen. That's, Amen. that's what I would call the Joshua twenty four fifteen principle. As for me and my house, we will serve the mm. Lord. That's what I call the Acts 1631 principle. The jailer said to Paul and Silas, he said, uh, uh, what should I do to be saved? Paul says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you and your family Mm -hmm. will be saved. There it is. Salvation comes through patriarchy. The third thing that I would say that we should do, Paul, as an action item is we've got to be influencers. Mm -hmm. In other words, everybody has a certain network certain specific social contacts, a unique family, a unique set of friends. What are we called to do? Evangelize them, catechize mm-hmm. them, inform mm-hmm. and encourage them in their faith. Mm-hmm. Yes. Model a life of virtue and, and teach them how to vote to promote the common good in the culture of life. For yep. example, this weekend, I was in Southern California and I met with about 15 Chuck Norris black belts. All of us had a black belt <laughs> gathering in Southern California. And, and I was there, some guys were older. So a lot of the guys trained with Chuck Norris. Uh, I'm a second generation Chuck Norris black belt. But I was with a bunch of first generation world champions, uh, you know, guys that were, you know, some of the premier fighters back in the 70s and, and 80s in full contact karate and PKA karate. And guess what I was doing, Paul? I was there all afternoon. I was dropping the gospel left and right. They were talking about (laughs) UFC and sports and MMA fighting and the new fighters today. And I I wasn't engaging with them in conversation. But every chance I had, I was bringing it back to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I was being an influencer in front of about 15 men that were Chuck Norris black belts. And I was invited. And, uh, And again... They were they were very receptive to everything I had to say. Nobody cut me off and said, hey, we don't want to talk about that here, Jess. Uh, this, the fourth thing that I would say is, Paul, don't get discouraged because that's, a, that's Satan's tactic. Don't get discouraged, okay? Stay the course. Use your talents for God. Do your best and stay in your lane. And remember that at the end of the day, God's in control. He's not asleep. Mm-hmm. He said, yes. he's not asleep, okay? No. St. Padre Pio says, pray, hope, and don't worry. Worry is useless. And St. John the 23rd, you know what? His, before he went to bed every night, he said this eight-word prayer. St. John the 23rd, 1961, he would say this prayer before he went to bed. He would say this, quote, it's your church, God. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Last prayer of St. John. Why did he do that? Because he didn't want to take all the world's problems onto his shoulders and the church's problems. He knows that God has bigger shoulders than all of us. And so he knows that God's going to be up all night anyway. So he gave the world and the church every night before he went. He entrusted it to God and went to bed. Yeah. And Jess, I got one action item that I'd like to add to that. Sure. As you you always tell us, we have a 12-star general. (laughs) And and that 12-star general happens to be your mother. Mm. That Jesus Christ gave us the church 
the greatest gift he could have ever given us in his mother. And we all know about a mama bear, okay? And our blessed mother, I, 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 the action item that I have is to pray the rosary. Pray the rosary. Because if you pray the rosary, if you, it's a contemplative prayer. It's a meditative prayer. Yes. When you pray the rosary, uh, that is, uh, you know, uh, that is, a, you know, akin to dropping bombs, nuclear exactly. bombs on the enemy. Yeah. Uh, you talk yeah. about, you talk about the FBI, Jess, uh, you know, I, I, I'm expecting a raid any day because my wife is a <laughs> rosary making machine and I'm expecting them to come in saying she's making weapons of mass destruction because, <laughs> because that's exactly what the rosary does. You, you talk to me, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And that's yeah. what we call her in this network. We call her the Virgin most powerful, one of her titles. Yes. Uh, yes. from, uh, from the lineage of Our Lady. She's the virgin most powerful. Why? Genesis 3.15. She has power and course of authority to crush the head of the devil any encounter she has with him. And we know right now that she reigns in heaven as a queen mother, as a Gebi Ra, in Revelation yes. chapter 12, verses 1 through 5. And so remember, uh, it, it, God has given Our Lady as a secret weapon for such a time as this. Pray your rosary every day. Hey, that's a wrap, Paul. And by the way, Paul yes. Clay's going to be on with me at the Terry and Jesse show. He'll be on with me in, in, in a little over an hour. So if you want to hear us again, we got some more topics to talk about in about uh, an hour and 10 minutes. Uh, up next, Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics, the, the big guy coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. As for us, we are out, E-O-W, end of watch. We are out. Uh, remember, as Psalm 69, verse uh, 2 says, which is the title of the show, uh, God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Remember, remember, family. Evil never rest. Let us fight together until the end of our life. Pick up your rosaries. Yes. With, one ro with, your, with one hand in the rosary, with another hand in God's word, the Holy Bible, and with Jesus in your heart, we are indestructible. Yes, yes. And remember what St. Augustine said, uh, you have made us for thyself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. That's a wrap. God bless you, family. We'll see you next time. Same Christ time, same Christ channel. And uh, for those of you that uh, want to hear us uh, this afternoon again, myself and Paul will be on the Terry and Jesse show. God bless you. Keep the faith. See you next time. <laughs>